Good evening, Patriots. So just to clear up right to begin with, it is, well, I guess I should tell you, it's, if you didn't know this already, it's the end of Monday, July 3rd, 2023. But just so you know, there's tons of problems on Podbean just a little bit ago. So I'm seeing a lot of comments and uh, the show starts late, like 20 minutes. I, I will not kid you, when you go into your account and it gives you a 404 error, it takes you a moment. A 404 error means you're, there's nothing there. <laughs> I was like, oh, my. This could get ugly because it'd be like wiping out everything. So anyway, thank you, Podbean, for being so gracious to give us all a butt rash before the show. We appreciate that. But anyway, such is life. All right. So now we're going to like slide on in to a little groove with the Holy Spirit. Get going here. But before we do that, I think we should reflect very deeply, very, very intimately reflect on the things that make us healthy. And one of those things truly are products that help you sleep better, help you function better, products that give you, that help you recover better. And there can't be a better product out there overall than CBD products. And seriously, that's just, those sorts of things really help the overall body. So we have CBD distillery or CB distillery, excuse me, cbdistillery.com. They offer free shipping over $75, but when you get your use your Bard's code, you get twenty percent off. <clears throat> Excuse me, you get twenty percent off. And they've got all sorts of great products, for from relaxation to relief to sleep to recovery, all those things on, in one. And there's different products for each. And it's amazing because it's like ninety percent of the people that don't that have problems sleeping when they take CBD products, they sleep better. Eighty percent of the people that have problems with anxiety feel better. And then just athletes overall that use these feel better after if they have pain in, in their in their athletics or their training and fitness, which I can attest to that firsthand. So I would highly recommend more than that, just go on over there. Just head on over to cbdistillery.com. Check it out. Use your Bard's code, 20% off. You're going to love their products. I'm trying to get their CEO to come on and talk to us about it. I think that'd be a good discussion because he's – and it would be a great one to do. And so we'll we'll see if we can get him on to talk about all that they're doing. I think that's Dr. Kevin Frey, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway. All right, Patriots. So check it out, cbdistillery.com. You won't be disappointed. Good products, great quality, all-American-grown industrial hemp, 100% pure natural ingredients, all good for you. Use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, get 20% off, and you're on in the races. Okay. So today's been kind of an interesting day, obviously, for me. Um is the whole concept of the child sex trafficking has been on my mind as we've rolled through this since last week when I first talked about God's commission, which I've brought to Bard's Nation. And so I, I want to talk a little bit. I've said I wasn't going to talk a lot about it. I'm going to keep talking about it because it's just kind of unfolding as we go. And it's not like it's a small thing. But the commission, when, when God gave me that commission, it wasn't me. It was for me to say yes to and then bring it to Bars Nation. And that's what I've done. And so as we're going forward here, the one thing I think it's really important everybody is doing, it, make sure you see Sound of Freedom, just so I say that. Super good film. Don't miss it. Um, I'm hoping to get Jim Caviezel on the show at some point. But do see Sound of Freedom. And it's it gives you a lot of inspiration of what you're going to need 
as we go forward with this. Now, there's a quote in the film, and it is so powerful. There's two quotes in the film that are very powerful. One, God's children are not for sale. And that just hits right to the core. That's, I don't know if, whose quote that was. I know Jim Caviezel has been the one saying that in public. The other one comes from a character in the film. When he talks about being given his commission from God. And, I, you know, I'm kind of stressing the co part of that. That was, as I mentioned, I give credit to Pastor Anthony for that one. Because he's, um, his point is that God is working with you and walking with you on this. And we're going to get into that tonight, talking about commission and what God commissions you, you and your heart to do. Because these are, right now, we're at a very interesting time where God is speaking to his, his people. He's speaking to his children. I see somebody put in here, Depresso Libre. Thank you. That's awesome. That's the special forces, free the oppressed, which is wonderful. So here's where I, I'm, this other quote. When God tells you what to do, you cannot hesitate. And the character in the film and I'm not taking anything away, but it's a super powerful scene that I you need to pay attention to when it comes up. And he gives a story about how he was in the cartels and all this other stuff. And then the guy, and this is based on a real story. So the guy, the guy ends up, he's like, I'm living the high style and I'm having, I'm, uh, I go out one night and he gets a prostitute and she says she's 25 years old. And as she's getting dressed, he looks down and she's got like little butterflies or something painted on her toenails. And he says, something didn't feel right. It's something felt totally wrong. And she looked at him and he said, it's like God gave him the sight to see into who she really was. And in this whole story that evolves, and I'll leave the rest of it for the film when you see it, but it's, there's a part of it is irrelevant whether it's in the film or not. It touches you deeply. And it gets into you to realize that, you know, God's, when God speaks to you and shows you something and gives you a mercy in that moment and he's offering it something for you to do, you cannot hesitate. Now, when I say that, it's not like, like you have to wait weeks. And like, when I say that, it's not like you, can't, you have to say yes immediately. Some of, you have to process this and you have to assess the full cost and magnitude of what's being asked. Because if you step into it, like I've said several times now, it is a commitment for life. The child sex issue is big and it's going to transform the entire world if we get on board with this. As we get on board with this, it's probably a better way of saying it. And God is calling a lot of people to this right now. And it's happening in, in brush fires all over the nation. I mean, Pete's got a part of it on his, you heard him tonight earlier. He's got a part of this on his heart. Glad Tidings Church is now suddenly energized in this area. We're energized in this area. The resistance chicks have had it put on their heart, and they're energized in this area. I'm just giving you a few. And so there's layers of this. It's not all just like, you know, kicking in the doors. And that's where I really want to zero in tonight is talking about commissions. And I'm going to encourage you to open your heart up to let God speak to you on your commission. There's different commissions out here, and it, every part of it fits in even though you may not see it, okay? It's important. So before I go further, there's something else I want to mention, really big news, like awesome news. 
So Jennifer Renee, who had the GoFundMe to help set up the kids program at Glad Tidings Church, and we we set she did not set a goal. She just put it out there. Had a wonderful video. She's just full of bubbly joy. Makes everybody remember what the real mission is for the Holy Spirit is about. Anyway, so if you go to go give send go right now, you're going to find out that it's no longer there. And for some, they might think like, well, what happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. We set a goal of $20,000. And in less than five days, that goal was exceeded and went to 21000 some. And Jennifer prayed on it. And Father led her to shut down the site and take the gift as the goal was set. So that is a huge thank you and to Bards Nation for everything that was given to support that goal and all that money, because I can tell you all that money, I know Jennifer too well. I, I swear, I'm, I'm, I, she's, it's like you could give her $20,000 and she'd live for three months and you'd go, where, where, where's, where did you take out for yourself? And she'd say like nothing. So all that money is going to Glad Tidings. Just understand that. And it, to the new children's program. And it's very significant. And so we've made a huge kickstart to this. Thank you so much, everybody, for what you've done. And um, it's such a blessing that we've been able to work with Father to bless Jennifer and her stepping in on this point of the spear operation to start helping build a program for preschool children, which is all part of this. This is like I'm saying, this is what's so important. That's her commission right now, okay? And that's where she will be until a certain point when Father calls her a different direction. There's different tiers of commissions. Some, I mean, I, I had a commission to start a podcast, and I knew that when I started it, it was something I would never be able to stop. I've known that. In, in, in fact, when Podbean didn't start tonight, I sat here and I went and rebooted my internet and everything. It's not like you walk away and go, oh, folks, I'll get it tonight, tomorrow night. It is a commitment you make. I had my cell phone here ready to do a bridge jump off of my hotspot. Or and then I was trying to think, like, maybe I can run this thing off of YouTube or maybe I can run it off of, well, you know, those are things that's going through your mind. Because we have a commitment and we make and we do it. And if I had to work all night to get this thing up and going, I'd still do the show even if it was 1 o'clock in the morning. That's the commission that was given and the commitment I make. And I'm saying these things not to, this isn't a, like, you need to know this or else. But I do think it's an important reminder to understand that when we're making commitments like this, these are big issues. And this is very different than, you know, Father, I, I said a swear word and I'm sorry. That's okay. Got it. Probably best not to do it again, but I tend to do it more often than I should. I'm just telling you honestly. Sometimes I'm like, ugh. And I know sometimes he's probably like, whatever, you're my son. Keep going. Yeah, I'm like, all right, thanks, Father. <laughs> because some things like pedophiles tend to get under my skin a little bit. And when I talk about them off this program, I can get a little bit animated, just so you know. So there's probably times that it's probably best not to be around me when I talk about pedophiles and transgenders going after our children and then expect me to be like, oh, Scott, you know, that was a little coarse talk. Yeah, it was. It was because I spoke my heart to how I hate these people. Ugh. Anyway, all right. So that said, commissions. We do have a commitment to make on these. So 
right now, I'm going to encourage people, if you are, wherever you are in your life, this is an amazing time to lean into Father and ask him, and ask him, seriously, where do you want me to be? Where do you want me to place my heart? Mary Beth, which is MB Night Bakery, if you haven't come across her wonderful creations of the kitchen, a great example of following a commission. This is her commission. She is baking blessed treats, and they are wonderful. And I'm just going to give you some advice that if you get some, make sure that you have one and then lock it up till the next day. Like put it in the refrigerator under lock and key. You want to keep them fresh, but they're good. And you have a tendency of wanting to like eat the whole thing at once. And then pretty soon you're looking around going, oh man, like I got a whole bunch of fitness to do today. All right. But great and beautiful work. And that's, that's her ministry and that's her commission. Right. And so I just bring these up because this is, as we look at how life is unfolding and we realize what our ministries are, we had somebody the other day, if you remember, they were talking in prayer, they talked about how they did house cleaning for elderly. And now they're finding that some of these elderly, many of them are vaxxed and this person is providing care. And the word that God gave me was, you're not doing house cleaning. This is your ministry, which is also to say that is your commission. Um, as we go forward. So pray into it. Ask God where he wants you. Because I'm going to tell you, this is an exciting time. I, I see this as a massively exciting moment where the tide is turning. God's calling his children to the line. And there's so much talent within the network of Bard's Nation. And so for some, and I, I've had some conversations, and this, I, I've had people you know, reach out to me and say, well, why don't you reach out to this person or that person or this person? And what I've said, and I'm going to hold to this, is not yet. There's some great people to network with. But Father gave the commission into Bard's Nation, not into Bard's Nation and go get everybody else to do it. That means that we need to build up, nurture, and, and that means it's giving room for everybody to find a place in a station. That's what's so important. And don't get fixated on anything in particular. And when I say this, like, don't get fixated on like I have to be out there getting the kids pulled out of the out of these horrible places. I've I've said so much. The greatest success of what is going to be built here is an integrated program that will have everything from recovery and healing spaces to teaching and educating youth to go out and do a new level of ministry. And that means like hands-on stuff. We've all these things that we've talked about here that are actually in process. They take resources and so they are in process. All of this is coming together under one big massive umbrella, which is all about restoring and healing the children. And so under that umbrella, you also have to have, you know, you're gonna have to have intelligence teams to find out where the problem is. You're gonna have to have security, you're gonna have to have front point of the spear type kicking in the doors, finding the dirt bags and rescuing the kids. And then you have that massive back end that says, bring me the children. So part of this, you know, you heard this, you've heard this saying before, build it and they will come. I know that that's part of this commission is that those that are going to put their heart into building things for this, doing your right work, as we call it in County Pillar number four, that's a big deal. 
So now let's just take a step back for a minute and kind of watch the things that God's put on my heart that we've talked about here that people have walked into and embraced. So we step back and we begin with just the foundations of what this podcast started with, which was understanding the nature of this warfare. And over the last, I guess we're coming up on, we're on four years. Over the last four years of this podcast, that has been a kind of a woven in theme, talking about information warfare, how it works, and getting to be very fluid in it. And what many don't realize is how advanced you are in understanding information warfare. In fact, you're, you're more advanced than many people in our elite teams in, in special operations, not because you necessarily have all the high-speed, super cool kid tools, but because you understand the effects, you understand how to counter it, and you know how to fight a guerrilla war on the ground with real-life experience, how to navigate around problems on the web, how to keep from being censored, how to get past the, the ogres of hell that run the system, and how to communicate information out there. Those are, that's, that's battlefield experience. Okay, And this is an important theme, especially as we roll into tomorrow with, with 4th of July. So then as we've, as we've gone along, about three years ago, God put on my heart to talk about the seven pillars of county by county. So that was right, it's home churches, homeschooling, patriot gardens, right work, obviously getting to do something with your gifts and talents, not dependent on the corporate yoke, health and, and wellness, which is taking responsibility, getting out of the tyranny connections of the corporate or the hospital tyranny, informed action which is we're going to be building a lot into that now with this next step and resource uh, conservation and, and stewardship, which is fundamental to everything the way we have to work in this world. So when we take that umbrella, which is basically that, that architecture around our homes, that's God gave us the foundation. So he gave us the, the wisdom to understand how, how to look at this battlefield He's then given us the wisdom of how to strengthen ourselves in this time of war so we can be resilient, adaptive, and stay out of the line of fire for much of what they do. And now as we roll into this next level, we're going into, and along the way, there's been a high emphasis on, you know, getting to know the living God. The next part of that, excuse me, because I missed a big piece, was, and brought it to me and we've brought it here, was deliverance and healing, and using our authorities. And look at how much impact we've had on that since we started pushing that since last fall. So those are the pillars we've been building on. And there's been thousands of people now, literally, have started growing their own food, going to homesteading, getting themselves ready. Each of these steps, people are getting more resilient and stronger. We now are, we have the, some powerful tools we're working with in the power of the Holy Spirit and, or I should say the sword of the spirit, which is the healing, casting out demons, raising the dead, greater works than he, centered around a really critical piece, which started in January before we ever got to all the healing stuff, which was a loving and forgiving heart. So notice how God's been working through us to build up a strong and mighty fellowship army. This is like, literally, this is really cool. This is kind of like Joshua's army out here. And now he lays before us, the commission, whomever will choose, to take all of those pieces. And as we go into new ones, you've heard me talk about the podcasting and the intelligence networks. I talked about those in January. 
For many reasons, it got held off. We're ready to start rolling into those by the middle of July and August. We're going to kick it hard. We're trying to get 500 of those stood up by the end of the year. I was, God put on my heart a little while ago to start talking to some special forces medics to get medical training filmed and online in programs. What do you know? That was before he called on this commission. You know, in each of these steps, all the pieces that he's been putting on my heart are starting to fit and it makes sense. And all the things I've talked about here that he's led are starting to come into one big massive picture. And it's big. And it will be available to read through and look at as we go along once I kind of get it all drafted. So these, this is important to understand because this is how God works. It's giving off pieces and along the way, People are going to be drawn to certain things. He's going to call people to do certain things, and that would be a commission. This happens to be one that I, I mean, I am pretty certain this is probably what he's given me for a lifetime commission. And I'm good. I'm like, okay, it sounds good to me. Spend the rest of my life working with amazing people, incredible t- gifts and talents, so that we can build an absolute global network that will be so resilient and so incredible that there won't even be an ability for a pedo to move without us knowing where they are. That would, so we can take that dirt bag down, close off his network, and get the children into safety. That's a pretty awesome lifelong mission. I'll take it. And, and that's one that we just need to continually stay in focused with. And we have amazing resources, talent. And unfortunately, I say this, there are people within our ranks that have had to endure or either being trafficked or have suffered the consequences of this hellish world. And there is something there for them as well, which is the experience that God has given those folks to teach us better and to heal in the process. And I'm convinced that that is part of this great commission. So this is going to be quite amazing as we go forward. We're heading into 4th of July, and we're on the cusp of this rather significant, I guess we'd say campaign, if you will. And it is a pretty significant shift in the direction of where we're going to be going. And it's something to, I want to just frame here. We're going to need a lot of prayers, and I would in all of this, we're going to have to pray hard on what we're going to need in resources and direction and turning the tide of this fight. I was going to talk about this tomorrow, but I want to talk about this tonight on the eve of 4th of July, because I'd like you to take this with you through tomorrow. And if you're one that's listening to the show in, in, on 4th of July, then I want you to have this in your heart as you go through the day. 4th of July is honoring is really to honor the celebration of, you know, the founding of our nation, the Declaration of Independence, and the and the declaration that the nation was coming together to stand up against tyranny. And it's a day that we have a lot of fanfare around our nation with the military, and 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 obviously, I think Fourth of July has become probably the number one reason people do it is barbecue day. But there is something I want. I would hope that people really put into their heart and it's these things. This like in the, this 4th of July is going to change. It's different because we are now 
pre-1776. We're probably in the year equivalent of about 1773 to 1774. We haven't quite gotten to the Lexington and Concord battle yet, but we're getting close. The the equivalent of the Boston Massacre is probably COVID. And we've had amazing acts of violence and numbers of acts of violence from active shooters over the last five years, which are very much like the British occupation and what they were doing into our villages in this nation, in the colonies. We have looked for a standing army to stand up and to proclaim on that day that they are here to protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic. And what we discovered in the last few years is that that standing army didn't come. It's still, it's still standing there waiting for some foreign war, I guess. That isn't to say there aren't great men and women in uniform because we have many in Bard's nation. They understand where this, the reality of this fight, but there's not as many of them as there are those that are still standing, just kind of obeying orders. I want you to reflect on yourself, and I'm in. This is something to take to prayer if you find this to be difficult to accept. But I want you to take a look at yourself, and I want you to realize that this war would not be where it's at had it not been for the many people like you. It's not the uniform that you wore or didn't wear; it was your heart. On Fourth of July tomorrow. My day, and I, my mom asked me this yesterday. She said, what are you going to talk about on 4th of July? I said, I'm going to talk about the real heroes of this time. And I'm doing it tonight because tomorrow I have a really nice interview I'm going to put up with Matt Klopfer and, and for the Bards FM show. And I, I just, it's such a great interview. It's a faith-based show. It's wonderful. He's, a, he's where we're going to have the Bards Fest in Kansas. It's just a great day to honor him and honor the mission of Standing Up Men. But I'm asking each of you to take a humble moment and thank God for who you are. We, We talk so much about the broken system. We talk so much about the fallen church. We talk so much about a broken and corrupt and tyrannical government. We talk about the horrors of child sex trafficking and the failures that we've done as a society, on and on and on. But tomorrow, I want you to take a moment and I want you to just... Thank God for what he did to bring you to this earth in this time, in this place. We're going to beat these problems. We're going to overcome the most evil hell ever put on earth. It's we are, we're going up against Moloch is what we're doing. And Moloch is the God of sacrifice of kids. And we're going up against him head on. And we're going to do it fearlessly. And we're going to do it courageously. And we're going to defeat this evil. Because it's God's commission, and though the odds seem stacked against us, I know the hearts that God has selected, and I know that we will overcome like Gideon's army overcame a massive army with horns and pots of light. And as much as it's nice to look at soldiers and say, thank you for your service, right now, Acknowledge one another that stood against the vax, that is, have stood against this mask, have kept your businesses open, have kept your families together. The wounds that you've suffered in this battle, which are real, they're emotional, they're, they're 
mental. Those are hard battles. Those are hard wounds to overcome. But you're still here. And the efforts and the things that you've gone through, whether you realize it or not, is what's making the foundations for the new America. If I was to choose a group of people to lead the new America, there'd be a handful of people of uniform and there'd be a whole bunch of people like you. Because that is what started this nation. It was farmers and it was homemakers that came together and said enough is enough. I've told the story before, but it's important to hear it. One of the critical blows to the British Empire was the boycott that the colonists organized. And it happened in and around the Stamp Acts, so that was probably around 1769 or so. But to understand what was happening is that it was a group of women, and as I recall the story, they were in North Carolina. I could be off on that by a state. But they basically decided at the risk of death and penalty of violating the the orders of the king to establish a boycott against British tea. And they started making small herbal teas from just what was growing around. And that started an entire movement of people coming together to stand up against tyranny. And it cut the, it, the British exports to the colonies, it cut it by 50%. They, they, de- they were delivering a lethal economic blow to the empire. Now, I just want to point out that during COVID, there's, there's a couple of men that stood up, but the primary force that stood up was once again the women. And I, I go to that, and it's not that in 1772 or whatever, the, the men weren't being flipped gendered and they weren't being broken. They were busy in the fields working, putting the family together, but the women were seeing the tyranny and having to think about protecting their families. And they did the right thing. And that's happened again. Now we're in a kind of a turning point where we need men to stand. And we're calling on it. And we do deal with an evil enemy. And it seems like the enemy's overwhelming at times. But everything that we face, and, and there's a lot to come, let's be honest. They, they have not finished their tyrannical nonsense yet. They still have all sorts of weather garbage and all sorts of of fake pandemic garbage are going to throw at us. They've got an economy they still have to rupture. They have a CBDC to run down our throats. They have our money to steal a little bit more than they already do. They have food prices and and food production to try to control, water restrictions. I mean, I can go on the list of stuff. And, And we can look at this and go, there's no way. And I'm sure that the colonists at times thought the same thing because it was just a bunch of colonists against the greatest power known on the earth at that time, which was the British Empire but they never quit. And the pulpits got strong and the pulpits built up mighty men through the pulpit and women did an amazing job. Right now, there is a powerful movement of faith in this nation. This last weekend, Sunday, I went over to my parents or to go to service with my parents at their church and it was outside, very nice service, outside in the sun, Um, It was a pre-4th of July service, so they had a big barbecue and stuff. And along the way, there was another church that does its services outside on Sunday. And both of the services were packed. 
And what was really impressive about that is none of them were bound by dead stone walls. They were in the open air with God. And the one we went by the first, which really caught my attention because there was a lot of younger people with families. The kids were in the park playing and it was just natural and it was beautiful. We want that America. And it's not going to happen by waiting for men and women in uniform. I respect the service that they do, and especially those that have been in this fight with us to try to keep their keep this Department of Defense in check from its tyranny, and I have immense respect. I have respect, obviously deep respect, for the men that have served this nation with great valor, have received the Medals of Honor, the Purple Hearts, the Bronze Star with V, all of these things. And I have immense respect obviously for the generations past that are no longer able to speak, that have shed enormous blood for this nation of where we are, where we should be, or at least to have a nation, and unfortunately we're not where we should be. But I think an honest testimony, if we were to take a group of World War II veterans and they looked across the play field today, they'd be smiling at the common, what we would call the common man and woman, which is you. And they'd be asking, what the hell happened to our military? Which are the ones that stayed in uniform and did nothing against this tyranny. I think that would be the testimony of testimonies. And I think it's true. So as we go into this next tomorrow in your 4th of July events, I don't know where you are in terms of whether you served or didn't serve, and it's irrelevant. Because now, anybody that's in this fight, you are serving the greatest commander of all. You're serving our Lord Jesus. And you're in an army. And you're in a unit. And we are fighting just like Joshua's people came from those that left Egypt, that wandered the desert, that were under Moses. They were not soldiers, but they became mighty under God. So with all the stuff that pours out with us and there's going to be a lot more as we dig into these other darknesses. We have to start facing the realities of what these perverts and freaks do to children. And we're going to have to start facing darknesses at some points or another. I think everybody at one point or another will be touched by it because if you're working with a child, you're going to have to face their stories. If you're dealing with demonic possession, you're going to have to deal with it in deliverance. But at the end of the day, you've come a long ways. All of us have. But I'm speaking to the community here as a whole, and I'm not trying to speak as one who knows all. So hear my heart. You have never to again, ever, to bow your head because you didn't put a uniform on for this nation. You have served through the most vicious, ugly, attack ever waged against humankind and you're standing and what does the bible say stand and you're standing that's something to pray into and be thankful for our god who has given us that strength that's something to walk around as a meek humble warrior knowing that you are truly mighty in your heart and that evil could not win that's something that 
when you thank a soldier for your service, that's a kind act. But if I could do it to each one, I would say thank you, and I'll do it right now. Thank you for your service. Because this nation would not be where we are had it not been for all of you. Again, it wasn't our soldiers in uniform. It wasn't our people in, in the ranks and files of the federal government and the state, state governments and our, anywhere else. They were not the ones that stood up. It was America, we the people, as our founding fathers intended. So tomorrow for me personally is a very special time. Because I get to reflect on the last four years in my own journey that started a long time before that, but in the last four years of this podcast and all the ranklings that we had to go through and the difficult topics that God has asked me to speak towards, and I look out here across this amazing group, which we call Bard's Nation, and I, and I smile at the devil. I laugh a little bit because I'm just that way. And I go, hey, buddy, you might as well throw up the white flag now because we're coming. The sons and daughters of the Most High are awake. You got no chance. And though you might have thought you could maybe pull off at best, maybe detente with Father because you were going to corrupt a whole bunch of them and leave very few left, if, if any, that weren't corrupted, here's the bottom line. We weren't corrupted. We held the line. We stood as God asked us to do. We understand the walk of Job. So, hey, devil, screw you. We're coming. And we're not going to stop until every child in this country and in this world has an opportunity to understand the sound of freedom, has an opportunity to dream to be a child, and has the protection of knowing that they can do just that. So, from the bottom of my heart, I've served with some great people in my life, but I, you don't know what, how I talk about all of you when I talk to others that I used to work with. And my words go something like this. I've worked with good people, but I've had a chance to work with the best of America. Not because they can run a, an 8-6 meter. Not because they can do 100 pull-ups. Not because they can shoot Five, three, five rounds down range at, at, at 2,000 meters and put them in, a, in the size of a quarter. I've worked with the best of Americans because they, with, they did this not for a salary. They did this with an enemy that was all around them. They had no training. They had no support. But they had one thing, actually a, cute, a few things. They had the love and faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus and loving God. They had a love and passion for this nation. And they had a vision of seeing families and children have a good life. And they did it without a pay, without a hospital that they call a veterans, veterans hospital to get benefits or to get their medical done. They lost their jobs many times. They've lost their homes. And yet they still stand. Patriots, this is the best uh, as it gets. And whether you are in America or you are around the world, because 
Many times this sounds like I'm only speaking to Americans. I want you to hear this, whether, you know, I know we have regular listeners from the UK. We've got listeners in Australia, South Africa. We have listeners in Chile. We have listeners all over the world. You're part of that comment I just made. This is God's army. He's standing up. And there's a very good reason why that commission came here to talk about building a network across the world that's positioned and ready to take on an attack against the most vile thing done on this earth. We are taking back these children and we're going to give them safe haven and we're going to get them out of the clutches of these Satanist whores and we're going to put them in safe places where they can be healed and preyed upon and loved And we're going to teach them skills and we're going to integrate them into families. In the process, we're going to raise up the youth that we have with the youth that were damaged and we're going to put them together and we're going to create a mightier kingdom and mightier world than we could ever imagine. That's the commission in simple terms. But it could not happen without you. So take a little time tomorrow. Sit quiet. Take some time and thank Father. It's not an arrogant thing to thank him for making you and for allowing you to be here in this time. Because without you, I can't imagine where we would be. Probably like Red Dawn or something. I'd be eating like drinking blood out of a, as a rites of passage or something so I could join the, the resistance or something. I don't know. Just kidding. All right, Patriots. Let's pray. Father, this is just a nice reflective evening. We've had a pretty intense last few days. We've had some big considerations to make, and they're heavy. We know that. Even today, looking at The Sound of Freedom, an amazing film to awaken so many. We pray that it continues, and we pray that the, the reach of this film is immense. In fact, Father, with the authorities given to us, we declare that, that this film will be of a significance that's unmatched. It will truly be the awakening of America and the world to the whole core of evil that lurks just beyond our reach, that evil that goes after the children. But Father, my prayer tonight is a prayer of thanks. It's a prayer of thanks and and requested blessings for each person that has had the courage to stand up to this evil, for each person that has had the strength to lean into you, knowing even when things seemed impossible or where they felt alone, for each person that has made a difference, even though they may not see it, by never bowing. This is the army that Satan never saw coming. So my prayer is for blessings, protection, and continued strength for each one of these people. Some I know, some I've never met. But I know that what you've brought here on this platform and what this reaches out to 
is huge. And I know that what reaches out there is a, is a, are the many people that have the heart for Jesus. They have a heart for their nation and they have a heart and love for children. So Father, as we enter into the American celebration of the Declaration of Independence, Independence Day tomorrow, may that be a celebration that the world can share. That we're now making that same, we're celebrating that, that philosophy, that spirit, that, that intensity of understanding that we're standing up against tyranny and tyranny will not stand. May the blessings rain down from heaven. May the resources needed pour. May the health continue to build. And may our love and and intimacy with you, Father, be unmatched. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We are on a good march, not without challenges like any war. But this has been a war. I don't care what people tell you. It's probably one of the most vicious wars we could ever see. And I, I hate to say that I was right, but I was in, the, in a way that I don't like to be right. There is no more destructive form of warfare than that of an information and psyop war because it, it attacks the one thing that we need as humankind, which is trust. But we have managed to filter through that. We've managed to overcome that. We've managed to do things in the most impossible way, to build true fellowship and friendship, even on online relationships. They can have grown to physical and, and face-to-face contacts. Those are going to be the those skills that you have will be fundamental as we continue to move forward. And now, if you are wherever you sit, don't hesitate lean in and ask God where he wants you to be and when that's shown ask him for the resources to make it happen this commission of moving forward is going to take many people and if it's part of the calling that you have we're going to need every hand that we can get around this because the process of truly restoring God's children is the greatest part of this fight we'll do it We will take them away from the evil. We will cut the legs out of this hellish ghoul that runs this world. And as we sever them from what they need, we will watch them wither. And I'll drink my coffee as they do. Patriots, hope you have a wonderful 4th of July. I'll have shows like normal tomorrow, just so you know. But uh, do take time, like I said. Be thankful and let God know how thankful you are that he made you. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the-
Oh, oh, oh. 